Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for, to, uh, for this week. This week we practice noticing life's generosity. Notice the many ways that life offers as you, through you, and around you. Notice where you experience stewardship rather than ownership. Notice when you give from a sense of wholeness. Notice what you offer freely. Notice when you're reopen, so fulfilled that you can give away the moon itself. And since identification is inevitable, notice when you're like the thief, acquisitive, deprived, and trying to steal what is already yours. Notice if, like the thief, you experience bewilderment at encountering life's willingness to give you everything without asking. Once again, we're paying attention. No change in thought, emotion, or behavior is required. As always, record and listen. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, this is Dan in Minnesota. Hey, Dan. Hey. What are you seeing? Oh, so much. <laughs> so much. I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I, I had something to talk about last week with clarity, you know, with, with life communicating. Um, and it, it now it's coming up again as generosity. Um, I, uh, so last week, my, well, my father died earlier this year, um, and I wrote a eulogy that I delivered last week. And except I didn't write it. Like everybody kept saying things to me and it was just like, oh, that goes here and that goes here and that goes here. And so it just felt handed to me. Um, and uh, so that's, that's, I guess, the, the most concrete example of, of life's generosity that I've been working with recently. Yeah, it, when uh, Ashwini was reading the assignment, I was so struck by uh, when, when am I like the thief, stealing, attempting to steal what's already mine? Yeah. And that, that's that same feeling for me, and I that. You, we've known each other a long time, so I imagine you've heard me talk about that, that, um, that just that awareness that I never write anything. I never, I never do yeah. anything. It, it just appears. It just it's just given. Right? Yes. And so there's no agonizing, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and uh, it's perfect, and it's life. Yeah, and it's just, um, you know, and then, and then everything's been like that. Um, you know, how to respond to something at work or um, actually the, the, the times that I've felt most like, I don't know how to say this, like, I'm just like, I'm most generous, but that's not really what I mean. Um, no. When I feel life's generosity. Out of the way. Yeah, exa- yes, that's exactly it. It's when, is uh, just this, this, just noticing the number of times when somebody's doing something and I have an opinion about it um, and choosing not to share that opinion feels really generous. Like just just get out of the uh-huh. way. Just let let it happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, you know what my what ego test. says. Yeah, what ego says is wrong with that is irrelevant. And uh, and learning to not you know to not voice that um, yeah. feels generous to me and to the other person and to everyone. Not to take that which is not given. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's what it is. I'm going to take away your your viewpoint, I'm going to take away what, what you're focused on. What yeah, you're the doing, path you're on with this. Yep, exactly. That's right. Yeah, I'm just going to grab that away because uh, 
Well, actually, because I'm not paying attention. Yeah, right, right. Not trying to notice what's happening. So it's just a, a matter yeah. of, I mean, everything we're doing is just getting here, right? But getting here and not doing anything from, from conditioned yeah. mind is, 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 is and, then it's, and then it's all there. Yes, and, and realizing increasingly that that thief is ego. Yeah. That that's, that, that's what it's always attempting to do. It's trying to take, uh, it's trying to steal what is ours. And the ours is the very life uh, that ego tries so desperately to be separate from. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for this assignment and for all of them. And, and um, yeah, uh, the, 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 the I was saying, saying somebody else yesterday that, the assignment itself is uh, is a, is is generous. So yes, oh yes, yes. Well, it's that same experience you started out talking about, right? Yeah. We read that, or we record it and then listen to it, and and we've received the gift. Yeah. Right now, then we go out and begin to see that uh, that gift showing up in all these other places. Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, man. Oh, I love it, Sherry. The, the precept of restraint and religious observances is what came to mind when you said not to take that which is not given. They're all the same, but that sense of restraining the ego is the most generous thing I can do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corralling, uh, corralling that thief that I have some sway over. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Emily from Seattle. Hey, Emily. Hi. Um, yeah, so when I, you know, when I hear the assignment read, there's a little reminder there that, you know, that to be noticing um, life's generosity. And I think what I've been doing is kind of focusing on where where my attention goes is kind of the problem of kind of where I'm stuck with giving and receiving and um, mm-hmm. looking at yeah so I mean I and I kind of can see like oh this is the whole ego thing I'm caught in but still being caught by it like okay I have to I have to solve this this problem of looking at it's it's basically looking like we we have regularly we have my parents come for dinner and my aunt and I look at this kind of uh, I see it as this spectrum of like my aunt I see as stingy and not contributing and then I see my mom as like over generous like you know bringing so much and then this um, feeling of like well I have to decide like where do I fit on that and Mm -hmm. I mean I see that's just what that is but I'm really caught caught in that yeah yeah 
So the, the assignment, the, re, the reading of the assignment reminds you that we're paying attention and bring, brings awareness to the fact that instead of, still, instead of noticing, there's a way in which you're caught, and the way you're caught is to solve the problem. It's okay. not just noticing. It's dry, getting drawn into that process of here's a problem to solve around generosity. So is my aunt being stingy, the spectrum of ge- one spectrum of generosity, and my mother's overflowing, gra- uh, overflowing contribution another spectrum of generosity? And then where do, I sit in the mid- where do I stand in the middle of that spectrum? And it becomes something that goes into conditioned mind to noodle about. Mm-hmm. And you notice that, right? You notice that that's what's happening. You notice that you're caught in the, or the attention is on solving the academic problem of generosity and levels of generosity and spectrums of generosity rather than being here and being generous, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, you know uh, Emily, I think it's a very important practice point because we are noticing. Because when we pay attention, we see how ego operates. But the, the mm-hmm. corollary practice after that is the redirect of attention, right? Because in order to notice, I have to be here paying attention. And then mm-hmm. I, and there's a way in which the attention has to remain with awareness. And so that's, that's why Sherry always says, you know, it's, don't return to the breath, choose unconditional love, not as a, uh, a label, which is another route to conditioned mind, but an experience, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's something you want to redirect your attention to from that problem of, of what, figuring out generosity to being here. And as Dan was talking about, so the generosity that you could, experience is to notice what they're doing but let them be what they are so that you can be what they are what you are mm-hmm. it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter if ego thinks your aunt is generous and your mother is, i mean your aunt is stingy and your mother is generous the process is the redirective attention to how the life person you is generous you're hosting this dinner you're providing mm-hmm. and offering this meal, right? You're creating this <laughs> space where people can come together. So the mm-hmm. redirect is, what am I ignoring that keeps me focused on this problem rather than where is my attention to be inclusive of noticing life's generosity, not noticing Right, what ego thinks is generous or not, right? We want to redirect mm-hmm. attention because unless I'm looking for generosity, I'm not going to be seeing it. Unless I'm being generous, I'm not going to be noticing generosity because otherwise I'm stuck in a conditioned process of figuring it out. So re- redirecting, redirecting to how I'm being generous kind of in that situation, mm-hmm. like if I hear those voices trying to, say, oh, that was wrong, that was, that was stingy. Well, maybe, that was stingy. <laughs> maybe where I'm being generous is not a good way of framing it because if that question is asked to conditioned mind, it's just going to say, <laughs> well, Emily, are you as stingy as your aunt or as generous as your mother? And you're back in the same place. So, so the redirect is, the assignment is to notice generosity, not, not to debate what generosity is. So then turn your attention to where do I see generosity? Oh, there's so much food on the table. 
that's generous. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much light in this house, that's generous. So the redirect mm-hmm. is to where is the generosity and noticing that. Mm-hmm. So, which could be anything, like what we were talking about anything. yesterday, that's just right. the, the house and everything that the house is offering and yeah. the food in the house. and, and Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. I'm yes, you do. And that's the, that's the small <laughs> shift in practice, right? Not just notice that ego has a problem with the definition of generosity, but once I notice that, do the assignment. Redirect the attention to where the generosity yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, and go against that urge, that pull to um, even things out and make them right and make sure I did the right thing and everything like that. Yeah, because ego is not generous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. I'll, I'll practice with that. Thank you so much. What I just saw in that conversation is that we can, I think we can all benefit from is what we're learning to do in awareness practice is, is make things about life not about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. when you started down that, you know, okay, there's a house, but there's probably some wood in the house, and how about those trees? And how about the generosity of all of the people who um, uh, work in the fields to create that food? And how about the generosity of the sun? It grows all mm-hmm. that food and it grows those trees. And how about the generosity of, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just endless when we move the attention away from me and turn it to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That redirect is so important. And the, the reason we notice ego is just simply to know that that's where the attention is and that's a clue to redirect. Oh, yeah. Well, and the big clue is it makes me miserable. <laughs> That's right. yeah. I'm not happy if I if I'm focusing on the the just abundant generosity of life. Oh, I, I can't not be happy. You know, there's just yeah. good news on top of good news on top of good news. But if I focus on ego, I'm going to be unhappy in a in a big hurry. So there's my, there's my yeah. <laughs> I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm focused on ego. All right, mm-hmm. let's redirect the attention. Yeah. You know, you can even redirect the attention to happy. You know, I, yeah. I'm projecting that that squirrel running up and down the tree outside my window, just talking up a storm, is happy. Now, is it or isn't it? I don't know. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. actually know, but it sure acts, looks happy. If I was doing that, I'd be happy. Makes me happy yeah. to know it's there doing that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, good morning. This is Diane from Under the Apple Tree. Oh, good morning, Diane. What are you seeing? Um, I'm seeing how ego plays me with these things. Uh, um, first it was like, That's oh, see. yeah. Oh, you know, generosity, like, I know how to look at that. I know how to find that. And meanwhile, I'm not at all. And then this morning, I spent some time with a 
piece of art that just poured generosity onto me in such a moving way. Um, and it was just so lovely feeling the uh, the generosity and the gift of the artisan and the materials and being able to have that in my house and it was just so incredibly rich. So then you feel the generosity of the generosity, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly so. Which is, which is where, that's the real gift for you, isn't it? Because probably there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people who would have encountered whatever that is and gone, huh, or not even seen it. But it's what happens in you that is the wonder. Yeah, and it's in the <clears throat> wonder at the wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. kind of multiplies. Like, oh, is this oh, it does. And the more you attend to it, the more it multiplies. Until finally, a lot of the pre, uh, projection workshops, you're just projecting from that place of wonder and you're just experiencing wonder every Yeah, and there are moments in my life when I've done that and um, <laughs> they were, what do we say, wonderful? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, it's literally full of wonder. Uh-huh. And more often at this point, it's piece by piece, but I, I'm really grateful for having that experience this morning because it completely shifted everything. Yes. yes, yes. Well, and I'm really grateful that you connected that up, right? Because ego would want to say, well, it's in that. It's in that piece of art, which it's then going to start getting you not to notice <laughs> as quickly as it possibly can. You know, it's just going to start draining that experience out. But because you know that that wonder exists in you, you have that experience many times throughout your life. You know that it's in you. And so now what we do when we have that information is we start looking for the things that reflect that wonder that we feel inside. And the more we look for those things, the more we see them. Because we're really looking for the wonder. And we're really looking through the wonder. The wonder is looking for wonder. Yes, and it's a wonderful thing to hang out with. It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. I just had that experience in this conversation, so thank you. I don't even I don't even know what the you know, what the original object that 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 uh initiates all of this, but we can see how it just ripples. You know, you're 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 in a place of wonder and you're happy about that. I'm in a conversation with you. I go to my experience of wonder, and and uh, and your happiness with that wonder is infectious, right? And so I feel that. There we are, just throughout life. Yep. <clears throat> and this apple tree is quite something, too. <laughs> it, it's okay, too, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness! I am so grateful for this tree. It's shade. It's it's yeah, loaded yeah. with apples. Yeah, something. Yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Diane. Ripples of, of generosity and happiness. So that's what we are, revolving doors of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh-oh. Well, this person, we have a couple of people, Sherry, who, who are continuing to dial in uh, and in a way that doesn't allow them to be unmuted during the call, so just heads up. Um, here's our next And, and Ashwini, Ashwini, where would they hello, find the information? Hello. Oh, there it is. There they are. Oh, sorry about that. Hang on one second. Who is this? Um, this is Andrea. Hang on, Andrea. Let me just answer Sherry's question. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's on the website, Sherry, but we sent an email, and it's apparently related to how you call in, specifically on your iPhone. There is a mute icon that if you hit before you join the call, it basically prevents you from joining the, from unmuting yourself. In the, okay. Oh, for, and it, it prevents me from unmuting you in the queue. You yeah, can unmute and, yourself, and so if, but I can't unmute you. Okay, and if anybody ha- still gets stuck behind that, they could, I imagine, email us and be walked through it. That's right, and we'll, we'll make sure that okay. it's somewhere on the website so that people understand the instructions for that. Okay, wonderful. All right. All right. Off you go. Go ahead, Andrea. Um, I was just going to say that I'm logging in from my computer, and what happened was there was an unmute um, bar. Usually it says that you're unmuted, but I had to actually press something, and I didn't realize that. So that's what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. We haven't encountered that before, but uh, maybe, Andrew, you could just write that into this so we can uh, sort of update our FAQs. But that would be very generous. <laughs> sure. Thank you. I can do that, yeah. Um, yeah, so what what I'm looking at is, um, well, i noticing fear around generosity. And so this is what I'm noticing. And uh, what I, I'm calling in for is because um, I felt life was very generous last week. So we had been attempting to get Um, our son into a certain school and it seemed like that just wasn't going to happen. It's a lottery. And we were basically just walking out the door prepared to start his first day at this school that um, was basically a school that we could go to but we weren't that excited about. And I just happened to check my email before we were going to uh, leave the house and we got I got an email that said, congratulations, you've been admitted to this, your son's been admitted to this school, and I was just shocked because the indication was that that wouldn't happen, the school had already started, and so um, basically we ended up just saying, well, gosh, I guess we'll, you know, we were kind of uh, just shocked and surprised and it was like, well, gosh, what should we do? And so we decided to um, not go to the school we weren't that excited about and send him to this one. And it seems like a really good fit and a, for him. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just 
you know, and part of me wanted to really share that story and just, whoa, this is just incredible. But what, what I'm seeing around all this is this fear because um, ego, there's this fear of getting struck down by lightning, like if I stick my head out that if I share this, then things won't go well, he'll get expelled from the school and all this because he's had a lot of issues with school and it's been really hard to find a school that might be a good fit for him. And so egos basically, and it, it doesn't even say it, it's more like these sensations of, well, you know, you can't share this because, you know, it may not work out. And that's interesting, right, Andrea, because... We, we say this all the time. There's so much in what you're saying that uh, ego is fear and, yeah. and it operates out of memory, right? About the past to project an imagined future, which takes away from your, the enjoyment of now. And the now is not a qualified now. It's not a now that you like versus what you don't like. And that is really the origin of the fear, right? Because if, if I can be here for anything in life, whatever it is, whether it's challenging or not challenging, whether it, it works for somebody I love or is difficult for somebody I love, if, the, if, if, the, if, if I train myself to be able to be in this here now unqualified, then, you know, that's the only way to live. Because you can't prevent difficult circumstances. You just have to be with them. And yeah. so, you know, the, the life is always giving. And, uh, and life is always receiving, right? In you, there's a, the receptivity as well as the offering. And there's no um, attachment to the quality of that. And so to recognize that what wants something to happen and what doesn't want something to happen is what prevents us from training with the facility to be with anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good way to, to say it because ego is preventing me from um, enjoying the, ener the generosity and being with the generosity by saying that, well, you know, you can't acknowledge it too much because something bad's going to happen. And yeah, yeah. And if I may offer a redirect there, right, Andrea? Because what what ego will say is enjoy the generosity of life because this happened your way. Yeah. Rather than what we're talking about is enjoy the generosity of life. Period. Regardless of what happened, that's the training, right? So if I, I receive this gift of the school, yay. If I receive the gift of, uh, you know, my son having a, a hard time, okay, I accept that too, mm -hmm. right? So it's, so it's the receptivity of the gift regardless of what it is that we acknowledge as the generosity of life. You know, it's interesting because what I'm seeing when you say that is, that there seems to be two patterns which come up, which is if I'm not necessarily invested in the outcome, like I'm just outside enjoying the beauty of the garden, it seems like, you know, that's reasonably, you know, I can, I can receive that without fear. But it's more like something that, you know, I was really invested in that's 
um, ego was kind of, you know, that there's been a lot of suffering around it, a lot of attachment to the outcome. And that's, I, I'm finding since there was a lot of ego in it, it's harder to acknowledge the outcome right. that, you know, I wanted. Yes, that's right. And so that's why we talk about attachment being one of the ways in which we're caused to suffer. So when you recognize that there is an attachment to the outcome, then if you're, if you're, you're a practitioner who wants to end suffering, there's, there's the signal of the work. So here's where I need to attend to not listening to the voices of fear even more and let go of my investment, because the investment is what's causing me to suffer. It, the outcome is not causing me to suffer, right? Yeah, the attachment. Yeah, exactly so. And it's true. We are much more, uh, there are certain areas in our life where we are much more invested within quotes. That's where our karma and our ego is, is operating. So it's, it's just that, that signal of, yeah, I acknowledge that this is harder for me than receiving the generosity of the garden. Which is why we redirect in that way that we're talking about, that my, my practice is to acknowledge everything as a gift. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's interesting because I was lucky enough to be in a river um, two days ago and finding the mind just going crazy and the mind just not being able to acknowledge that and um, not knowing what to do with the generosity of the river. And what I did was I just decided to treat it as a meditation rather than mm. to try to get self-conscious about it. That's like, it. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah, you can't try to do it, right? <laughs> it doesn't work because the mind, the mind will do what the mind will do. If it's attempting to try to do something, then it's really attempting not to do it, right? Because yeah. it's an attempt. It's not an, a doing. Yeah. And so yeah. when you drop that and come back to the breath and meditation, you're relaxing, you're letting go. It's the same process as letting go the outcome is to let go into the river. Exactly. So, so, the, so basically I saw two ways that ego tries to suffer around generosity. The one I just shared and then this one where it just doesn't know what to mm-hmm. do with it. So. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, but you do, right? You do. Absolutely do. Because you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am I'm thankful for that um, small, still small voice that um, said, well, let's just meditate. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. Become receptive. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Thanks. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. So, Ashwini. Yeah. Over the years, you know, lots of lots of people ask, uh, "Well, what is karma? You know, how how what mm. how do you define karma? What is, what is what does karma mean?" And uh, I recently read somebody uh, who said, uh, unfaced problems are karma. Mm-hmm. Which is so what you two were just talking about. You know, these things just keep coming up until we face them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Until we get to that place uh, that uh, Andrea got to. You know, I, I think I'll just meditate. <laughs> I think I'll get out out of the should I, shouldn't I, isn't it, what what about, well, what about the outcome, what about the future, what about the past? I think I'll just just drop all of that, which is, interestingly, ironically, or whatever the description would be, is the way to solve every problem. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, everybody. Thank go happy. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, go happy. <laughs>